on now. Wake that ass up. Nothing gets you right. Nothing gets your day going with some Luther fucking Van Dross, bro. Let's get it. How's everybody doing? It's your boy Moody back with another episode of Moody's Point. Episode three zero is in the. It's uh, it's here, man. It's here. Thirty. We got episode thirty. How's everybody doing? I'm doing cool, actually. I usually do my episodes at night, but for some odd reason, I woke up feeling good. I woke up feeling stronger, and I don't know. I said, fuck it, why not make another episode? So, let's get right to it. Episode 29 just dropped, you know, proud of that. Doing big numbers on that one. So, uh, let's let's kick it. Let's kick it in high gear and see what else we can talk about. I know I'm gonna get, I got an episode coming soon, talking about, uh, well, I'm gonna do my, uh, top 10 albums of the year, so I got that in the works, so be on the lookout with that, um, today's episode, um, I'm gonna keep the, the, uh, I'm gonna keep the theme going, so last episode I did, I was talking about I went on bars to a sports Instagram page and I found they they made a little bracket where they had 16 of what they thought was the best combinations in the world. And I just picked through them 16 topics. It's, it's a bracket style. And I basically chose what I thought, you know, was probably the best combination in my eyes. I'm going to do that again. This time, they're back with the bracket, but this time, they are doing the most iconic hats out there. So, if you're a big hat fan, if you wake up, if you get your fit together, but you got to get that hat to match your, your outfit, you know what I'm saying? You got to pick the, you, you make, sure, make sure you have the best hat possible to make your outfit pop. And this is where I'm here to, you know, go down the list and see what is, what is the most iconic hat. That's worn throughout the world, you know. It's a lot of it's a lot of hats out here. A lot of hats that are very noticeable that I see. So I'm gonna choose. So first, I'm gonna I'm gonna basically break it down and see. Well, I'm gonna name them. They got them seated. So here we go. So let's get it started. Um. So right now we got the number one, the sixteen seeds battling out. The number one seed hat, which is kind of a no-brainer, it's the Yankee hat. The famous Yankee hat that's worn by so many rappers out there, so many entertainers, so many comedians, so many sports athletes. You know, the Yankee hat, it's just just the most, it's it's very symbolic. It's definitely symbolic through hip-hop culture, you know. Of course, New York, you know, you're New York rappers, you're New York citizens they they're gonna rip the yankees hat proudly but you see it all over the place man everybody who step in the club you don't have to be the the regular yankees hat it could be a red yankees hat it could be a blue yankees hat it could be an all black yankees hat all white yankees hat you know what i'm saying it's it if it, the hat fits the outfit and it, the yankee symbol on the hat is pretty symbolic now the White Sox hat and the Atlanta Braves hat also is also a pretty symbolic hat too, because um, NWA when they was back in the nineties they was rocking the White Sox hat, even the Raiders hat, all black hat to go with the all black outfit. 
it symbolized their look. It symbolized, hey, this is what NWA is, you feel me? But in hip-hop alone, I say Yankee hat was probably worn in most music videos and most um, award shows and shit you've seen your favorite rappers and entertainers, you know, pull up to. So I can see why it's number one on this list. And it's going up against a toupee. That's the 16th seed, a toupee. Now, I I don't understand why they caught a toupee considered as a hat. I mean, toupee is kind of iconic. Certain people out there, certain actors probably. The famous figures got the toupee, but... I mean, is that really iconic? I mean, I guess. I don't know. I, going, against, <clears throat> going up against a Yankee hat, bro, like, that's not even no competition. So, the Yankee hat definitely... Definitely takes the W here. So the Yankee hat will move on. I'm sorry, Toupee, but even now in this era, in, this, in the generation I'm in now, like, you try rocking a Toupee trying to haul out a girl, yeah, that shit's, that's just not going to work, my guy. That's just not going to work. So, yeah, that's where that falls. Yankee hat takes the W. Next, this 89 is probably my favorite matchup out of this whole bracket because it hits hard. It hits... It hits hard towards my... It got a big part of my childhood in it. And that's Ash Ketchum's hat from Pokemon versus Arnold's hat from Hey Arnold. Now, so here's the difference between these two hats. Now, Ash hat from Pokemon is very iconic. Okay? Like, Pokemon, it, it speaks for itself how big that shit took off. You know what I'm saying? We Pokemon still to this day, is, is, it's a very... It's very iconic because the games are still going on strong. You got the Pokemon games on your Nintendo, Nintendo Switches and your Nintendo DS and the Game Boys. All like all the Pokemon games itself has been iconic. It's a big part of your childhood. It's, big, it's a big part, not only your childhood, it's a big part of your life. Okay, even today, it's a big part of your life. Shit, they even got Pokemon Go where you can download your phone, walk around wherever you go, and just catch Pokemon virtually, you know, throughout where you where you walking to, you feel me? Like we like motherfuckers back in what five years ago, motherfuckers back, you know, we we used to get off work, go to the uh canal out of Indianapolis, fuck around, stay down there till like four AM just catching Pokemons on our phones, bro. That's that's how big Pokemon is. And it started with the two iconic duos of Ash Ketchum and, and Pikachu, you feel me? Like those two. I honestly, surprisingly, I'm surprised that Barstool Sports didn't put Ash Ketchum and Pikachu as their combination in the bracket, the last bracket I did. Because I mean, that's a great combination. Like you know, if you watch Pokemon, you know the significance of the chemistry that. Ash and Pikachu had. Did you not watch the Pokemon movie? What was it? Pokemon? It came out in 2000. I forgot the name, but you've seen the Pokemon movie where Ash turned into a statue and Pikachu uses tears and everybody uses their tears to bring them back together. Come on, man. Now, if that didn't, if that didn't bring you, if that didn't warm your heart, I don't know what did. You might not have a soul. But for one, Ash, the, the signified, the signature hat. And when you know he's about to fuck shit up, he'll turn it to the back and he'll go ham. You know, and beat the shit out your favorite Pokemon trainer or whoever he's going up against. 
When he turns the hat to the back, that's he you know shit's about to get real. That's he you know Ash ain't playing no motherfucking games. And I respect you for that ass. So that that's a per that is an iconic hat. I do I do, you know, I can see why that's up here. But the Hank Arnold's hat, the football head, the whole entire football head moniker, and the and the hat just so fucking small, it just fits right in the middle of the hair. That shit is and Hank Arnold itself, you know what I'm saying? When you talk about groundbreaking shows that you watch when you get off of school, Hey Arnold was definitely at the top. I put Hey Arnold at the top with like what Rocket Power and fucking all that and goddamn The Manor Show and Ken and Kel. Yes, I put all of those shows in the category because those were the cat- shows that were must watch when I got off of school, when I did my homework, took a shower, was getting ready for bed because bedtime was coming through. And I watch those shows put me to sleep as I get ready for bitch-ass school in the morning. Shit, sometimes Arnold will come on in the morning time, too, you know? It was either Hey Arnold or Saved by the Bell I'll watch. And sometimes uh, MTV would have music videos that I'll watch, too, before I hit the bus. So, I mean, and then the chemistry, well, it wasn't chemistry, but the odd, like, pairing that um, Arnold and Helga had together... Like, Helga made it, Helga just, she knew she was going to get Arnold. She knew she was going to pull Arnold. And Arnold was like, yeah, nah, I'm not really with that shit. You know, the, the, the strange relationship between those two was pretty funny. You know, Arnold and his best friend, fucking Gerald. You know, Gerald was my nigga. Gerald was that dude, you feel me? He was just too cool for school. But, and I, and I mean, like I said, the small hat that, Sits in between the hair with the football head, you know, thing. It's, it's pretty dope, but I do like Hey Arnold a lot, but the Ash Ketchum hat is pretty iconic because if I I see a lot of people um, when Halloween hits, I see a lot of people go as Ash Ketchum, and I see the hat. And a lot of stores like Journeys and Hot Topic a lot too, so it's very popular. Like I can't see nobody wearing the the Arnold hat because I mean it's just too damn small. Nobody realistically in this world has a football head. That's impossible. Now I, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have not seen it yet. I have not been all over the country. Maybe somewhere in another country somebody actually has a head the size of a football. Who knows? But I just know for a fact. It's going to be hard for me to find a hat that small that Arnold had to fit somebody's head. At least the Ash Ketchum hat will fit your head. And then you you can actually feel like you're a Pokemon trainer. Like, I can see somebody still playing Pokemon Go to this day. Got the whole Ash Ketchum fit from the hat to the jacket to the jeans and the book bag. Go out on a Pokemon. Go out in the world on this Pokemon Go shit. Turn that bitch to the back and catch this fucking Pokemon. I can see that shit. That's why I have to make that. That's why I have that moving on to the next round. So the Yankee hat at number one faces the number eight ass hat for Pokemon. It was a hard choice because I like Arnold, but I got to do, I got to go, I got to roll with Ash the hat. All right. Next, we have number five condoms versus number 12 Hibachi chef hat. Well, I feel like this is going to be pretty easy because... Um, I I don't think I've ever been to a hibachi restaurant. I've seen the hibachi hats. That's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And 
But the one thing that I'm going to share to all my young homies out here who are um, who are maneuvering out here in this world and you you're pretty sexually active out here. And I just hope you know that your career is just starting. You're just starting out your 20s. Not even that. You could be well into your 20s. Well, you could be like 18, 17. I say maybe 18. 18, about to hit 20, about to hit 21, about to be legal, okay? And you come across all these females out here. You come across some nice, bad females out here. And you get to talk to them a little bit more, and you, you know, you start to feel her more, and then it comes time, you start to be sexually active with her, you feel me? The one thing that I can, well, this is the reason why at number five, condoms, aka Jimmy hats, are very iconic. Because these condoms, these Jimmy hats out here will save your life, man. And it will save you a lot of hassle. Until you know you're ready. If you know you're ready, and you don't need them no more, you can do what you gotta do to start a family. Cool. But these Jimmy hats and these condoms are so iconic to the point, it'll save your life, my guy. It'll save you from these sexually transmitted diseases out here. Like, I know how all these young niggas work out here. They wanna, they wanna raw dog. They wanna raw dog. I don't know why. As for some reason, right now, the era we in right now, I know 80% of all these motherfuckers that I either see or hear their experiences with these chicks, they always raw dogging. They don't even think about wearing a condom. And that is not the way to go, my guy. Like, I know she might be bad. It might feel better without it, but you definitely got to use it, bro. Especially if you don't really know her. Now, if you've really been, if you've been fucking with her for a good minute now, Okay, I can see you don't have to do it anymore. You trust her. You know who she is. You know what I'm saying? You, you know the background, where she comes from. You, you know you, you don't have to worry about shit yet. But, like, if you just meet a chick that you just met, like, at a club or something, y'all feeling it, one night only type shit, why why would you not wear a condom, bro? Like, come on, bro. Think of the bigger picture. Because, one, you going to be caught up in the moment. And then you gonna, you ain't going to realize, but you did what you did. And then she hits you up when she's pregnant a little bit later on. And then, boom, what you going to do now? you going to look at that. You're going to have a stupid blank look on your face thinking, damn, all I had to do was walk literally right down the street, buy me that pack of condom, and then just do what I got to do. But no, you was thinking of your dick instead of your mind. Your dick was thinking. You was thinking with your dick instead of your mind. And you're in that situation. So that's why I put condoms over a bocce chef hat because condoms save your life. Condoms prevent hassle and maybe a hectic life that you already have now. You don't want to add problems on with the other problems you got going on. If you got other problems going on, why add something else to the problem, you know? You're trying to you're trying to maneuver in this world at a young age without a lot of stress and problems going on. And either getting a sexually transmitted sexually transmitted disease or accidentally knocking up some girl at a, at a young age, nah. Now, if you know you're ready, you know that's the girl you want to be with, cool. But, no. Wear condoms, my guys. Wear condoms. Just, just wear them. So that's why number five, condoms moves on to the next round. And then we got the hat with no logo and the Samuel L. Jackson can't go. Well, honestly, the only time I would wear a hat, what is the fourth to 13th seed? And this is probably... The first upset of this bracket because I'm gonna probably go with the Samuel L. Jackson Kango. Strictly because 
I mean, wearing a hat with no logo is just bland. Now, unless I'm playing a sport or unless I'm working out, maybe. Yeah, I'll wear a hat with no logo. Or if like a if like a dad or a grandpa, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? That's more for them. Like my grandpa probably would wear a hat with no logo. My dad, well, no, my dad would. My dad would not even wear a hat with no logo. My dad usually wears baseball hats and football hats, and you know, he wouldn't even wear no hat with no logo. It's more of like a grandpa type thing, you know. Sometimes a grandma, sometimes the women, old ladies wear hats with no logos. But you, you seen if you really follow Samuel Jackson's career. Or his red carpet, you know, you you see him with the iconic Kango. So I, I will probably put the Samuel Jackson Kango above the hat with logo. Not probably, I, I most likely will. So that, that really was no blame. That really was a no-brainer. So number 13 takes the upset over number four. So Samuel Jackson's Kango will go up against the Jimmy Hats, the condoms of the world. Now, so the left side of the bracket has been set. Next round, we got number one Yankee hat going up against number eight Ash hat, Ash's hat from Pokemon. And the number five condoms is going up against the number 13 Samuel L. Jackson's Kango. As we shift over to the right side of the bracket, starting off the right side, we have the Jason Mraz hat at number three going up against the number 14 sorting, the sorting hat. So I'm guessing the sorting hat has something to do with Harry Potter because it's I see I think his name is Daniel uh, the guy who played Harry Potter in the Harry Potter movies. I see him with the sorting hat. But here's where I'm gonna break a few people's hearts. I honestly have never really seen a lot of Harry Potter movies. I probably seen like two. Don't be mad at me. I read the book. I read a few of the books. But I did never watch the movies. And I know Harry Potter got a movie coming out soon. I know I do. I've seen it in a commercial. But, yeah, man, I haven't seen the movie. So, I can't really, um, I don't know, I can't, I can't really say how I kind of really tell you or showcase how I kind of sorting hat is. Now, if I'm a big Harry Potter fan, if I had a little sense of it, then I can see it, but... I can't really, I can't really, uh, I can't, I don't know. I don't really know how I kind of the sorting hat is. Now, Jason Mraz, I mean, I've seen his music videos, and Jason Mraz is a pretty big star. Well, he, well, he, he was, he kind of, I don't want to say he fell off, but maybe like early 2010s, 10s, late 2000s, you know, he was a popular, he was blowing, he was a popular star. Like, I'm yours is still being played in bars and clubs. Well, not clubs, but bars today. Shit, we was playing uh, I'm Yours by Jason Mraz yesterday at Juicy's. So, I mean, I mean, his music still gets played from here and there. And you always seen him with the hat. So, I probably go out to put Jason Mraz's hat over the sorting hat. Just be- just for the fact that I, you know, I that's the only hat that I've known and seen. And I know who Jason Mraz is. And I never really watched Harry Potter movies, so I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Harry Potter fans. I'm sorry. But, I mean, I have to put Jason Mraz over the sorting hat. It is what it is. Don't fight me. Just it, it, it is, that's, how it, that's how it's got to be. So, Jason Mraz hat moves on. And who is facing Jason Mraz hat in the next round on the right side of the bracket. We have the choices of number six, Beanie with a brim. 
and the brunch hat. Now I'm not, and the brunch has is the 11 seed in this bracket. Now I'm not gonna lie, um, these both of these hats are pretty ugly. They are pretty ugly looking hats. The brunch hat looks pretty ugly. The beanie with a brim hat just screams, "I'm a tool. I'm an asshole." But I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share you guys a story. Um, ironically, I was gifted a beanie with a brim hat for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know you get to a point where a certain uh, you get to a certain age during Christmas time where you're not getting video games and video game consoles no more and toys no more. You're more on a I got um, money. I get money from my parents or my peoples, or I'm getting um, the clothes, or I'm just basically giving presents. I'm at well, yeah, most likely. On the giving receipt than the get uh than the receiving in of Christmas now. I'm twenty-seven. So like I mean, I most likely are throwing gifts out to my kin folks to receiving. But it is what it is. It's the spirit it's the what, the season that keeps on giving, is that what they call it? I don't know how they I don't know the monikers for Christmas, but I mean at this point on Christmas I usually just um I either work on Christmas Day, get that time and a half, or if I can, I see my people. Like, I went out to Florida last year to see my mom on Christmas. Or, yeah, I just chill, watch some basketball, because basketball will be on all goddamn day. Clay Thompson's coming back. He's supposed to be coming back by Christmas time, or probably if the Warriors play on Christmas, he's supposed to be coming back. So, shout out to Clay Thompson. But I'm getting off schedule. I mean, I'm getting off topic. Uh, yeah, I got, I got a beanie with a brim hat for Christmas. And I wore that shit continuously to school because it was cold as fuck. And I didn't have no, like, uh, you know, the little knit hats with the little ball on top, like the little sports, you know, hats. I didn't get that. I wanted that, but I didn't get that. So I had to wear the beanie with a brim hat proudly. This is before I wore dreadlocks. Well, before I had dreads, you know what I'm saying? So I just I had a, a fade. I rocked a fade. little tent fade, you know, no big deal. Not even a Tim fade, just a little low, low cut fade. I should say low cut fade. And it was cold, you know what I'm saying? So I got to keep my head warm. So I, I wore that. Now the brunch hat, I, I can't see. I can't see myself wearing a brunch hat. And I don't need a hat to wear to brunch. It's not that deep. Now if you're into fashion, yeah, maybe, but it's not that deep. And I don't know a lot of people. I've, and my, I haven't seen a lot of people wear I don't know. I don't know what the brunch hat is. I can't. It's like the sorting hat. You feel me? I am. I may maybe need. I have to do my research a little bit more, but I I don't see the significance in the. I don't see how the brunch hat wows me to be like, oh god damn, that shit iconic. The beanie with the brim's not really iconic either. I mean, you probably got your you know your high end celebrities wearing that shit, but it's not that appealing. It's pretty. It's a pretty ugly hat. I'm surprised I didn't get my ass roasted a lot when I wore that bitch to school. So I'll have to put the beanie with a brim hat above the brunch hat. So that moves on. So Jason Mraz's hat at number three will face beanie with a brim's hat at number six to for the next round. All right. So number we got the number seven and we got the number ten. We got the South Carolina Cox hat versus the TI's floating hat. To be honest, this I don't really have to say much about this. I mean. 2000, wait, one, basically, you got I'm Serious, T.I., 
Uh, I think it was Underground Legend. I think that was his album. When he made you, yeah. So basically, Ti's first two, three albums, all the way up to King. I think it was yeah. When Ti was rocking the floating hat in all his music videos, when he was falling hard, falling falls. That's all all my niggas rose toward it falls. Something up. That's all all my that Ti and the you see me in the streets, nigga, you don't know me. When you all end up playing, nigga, you don't know me. that Ti with the yes that era Ti with the floating hat was godly Ti. That was Ti when he was on that. Like, if T.I. ever did a versus battle, like, people be saying that T.I. should go in a versus battle with Lil Wayne. That would be interesting. That would be entertaining. He'd probably get smoked because Lil Wayne, all he gotta do is play his mixtape shits. Because people allow mixtapes in part versus. I don't know why, but they do. And Lil Wayne has an option of doing that shit, it's over. But, if T.I. ever did a versus battle and he pulls out that version of T.I., that was godly T.I. From, I'm serious to the you don't know me to the uh, that that type of uh, T.I. All the way up to every dinner song off the King album. T.I. with the floating hat. Yeah, that shit's godly. And the floating hat made it. Well, that that was his signature shit, bro. That shit was hard. Like, like I guarantee you, every nigga in ATL, not even out, not even in the ATL, but outside ATL. Everybody was rocking their hats to the side like T.I., bro. That was the sh- that was the thing. I was doing it. I was doing it. I ain't gonna lie. I was. I might look goofy because I, ain't, you know, I was nothing like T.I. and all these ATL niggas out here. I was just a typical nigga, but I was rocking that shit. You know, I was doing it too. And while well, I'm not really big on South Carolina's Cox hat, I mean, I'm not wearing a, I don't know. I'm looking at this picture right now. It, it just looked weird. So T.I.'s flowing hat obviously gets the nod. That's no, it's a, that's a no-brainer. So that moves on. Upset alert. Upset alert. T.I.'s flowing hat. <clears throat> upset South Carolina Cox hat. I understand why T.I.'s flowing hat is number 10. That, that's not fair. That's, that is not fair at all. But yeah, we move that on. And then we got our last uh, matchup in the first round. We got number two, Cookie Monster's flat brim, which I don't understand. How is this a number two seed? How is a Cookie Monster flat brim a number two seed? That's weird to me. Versus the Dick's Last Resort's Roast Hat. And that's number 15. What the fuck? How, why is Dick's Last Resort's Roast Hat number 15? That's weird. I've never been to Dick's Last Resort. And it's a big reason why. Because I refuse to go in that motherfucking restaurant and get roasted. Because I've seen some of the hats that motherfuckers come out that restaurant. Because we got a Dick's Last Resort downtown Indianapolis. So when I was at Elmo's, I used to walk down that bitch to get there. And I see everybody with these weird ass hats, and I see them with the fucking, with the servers. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think the servers write on a hat. They, they they have the right to roast you. That's what Dick's Last Resort. You get good food, but the servers roast the shit out you. Personally, I'm not going to a restaurant where I want to get roasted on. I just want to enjoy my food, you know. Not you wearing, writing what you think of me or you want, no, that's, no, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck all that, bro. <laughs> but the hats are funny. I, I go a lot of hats are pretty funny. And some of the shit that they write on there is pretty hilarious. I mean, back then I'd be like, don't roast me. I'll beat the shit out you. But now I'll probably laugh at it like, oh, okay. That is pretty funny. I ain't gonna lie. Cause you gotta learn to laugh at yourself, you know? So I'll probably laugh and be like, oh, okay. That's kind of funny. You know, I, I, yeah, you, you got you got me there. You got me there. You know what I'm saying? 
And I see wearing a Cookie Monster flat brim hat was cool or maybe back well, maybe like five years ago. Now I can't see anybody wearing a Cookie Monster flat brim because they would then roast the shit out you. I mean, yeah, Sesame Street was cool, big part of our childhood, but nobody's gonna wear that bitch out in public. Like, can you see yourself wearing a Cookie Monster brim hat in the club? And you not, you're not gonna get no dances from no bitches. Well, not bitches, girls. You're not gonna get no dances from these females out here, okay? You just gonna look like a weirdo. Like, you're better off wearing that like a cosplay, you know? You just not gonna. I don't see nobody wear it. It's not, it, it was cool back in high school. Like it was cool. It was, I ain't gonna lie. It was cool wearing it in high school. Like I seen, I seen some shit like that in high school. I did. But like I said, you wearing it out in public or a club or something? No, it, it, it's not gonna work, my guy. It's not gonna work. The Dick's Last Resort hat. It's funny. It is funny. I ain't gonna lie. I never been to Dick's Last Resort. I probably never been. Just for the fact that I, I don't want to be roasted by them, them servers. I don't want to be roasted by them. And don't write nothing on my hat. No, I just want to enjoy my food. Just, just tell me how my food is. You don't have to know. No. But I will put that over Cookie's Monster Brim, Flat Brim. So upset alert, upset alert. We have a 15th seed beating a number two. And Dick's Last Resort will take the W over the Cookie's Last, the Cookie Monster Flat Brim. So T.I.'s floating hat at number 10 is going to be facing Dick's Last Resort hat at number 15. Interesting right there. So we have... The Yankee hat, and I'm going to review the second round. I have the Yankees hat at number one going up against Ash's hat from Pokemon number eight. So we got the 1-8 seed in the next round. We have the number five and the number 13 seed, Condoms, going up against Samuel Jackson's Kango. That's pretty interesting. Then we have, on the right side of the bracket, we have Jason Mraz's hat at number three. Going up against a beanie with a brim at number six. And then we have T.I.'s floating hat at number 10. Going up against Dick's Last Resort. Dick's Last Resort's roast hats at number 15. Pretty, pretty interesting matchups, to say the least. All right. So um, we start on the left with number one versus the number eight C Yankee hat versus Ashes hat from Pokemon. Um, like I said, the Yankee hat is worn by a lot of big figures out here from rappers like Jay-Z, obviously, Nas, um, shit, I preach Barack Obama probably wore a Yankee hat maybe one time when he was doing, when he was stepping to a, like a, ball, a basketball game or something. A lot of your big time entertainers wear these Yankee, wear your Yankee hat because the Yankee hat goes with the fit. It goes with the fit. It's, it's part of the culture. It's part of the culture, you know. It's, it's very symbolic to the culture. Any style you wear, anything you wear, it's part of the culture. It could be a plain Yankee hat. Like I said, it could be plain. It could be a all white color, all black, all red, all blue. It don't matter what color it is. Just the symbol itself, it's iconic. And I like Ash hat from Pokemon. Like, like I said, I'm a big Pokemon fan. Not as big as Yu-Gi-Oh! Come on, diehard Yu-Gi-Oh! fan too. But Pokemon itself, I mean, I, I used to play Pokemon Go all the time. I used to play the Pokemon fucking video games on the Game Boys and all that shit. Definitely dope shit. But when we talk about iconic hats, the Yankee hat is worn by some of the most iconic figures in the world. So, I mean, I, look, 
Pokemon Ash, I fuck with you guys, but Yankees hat is definitely probably gonna have to take the W right there. So the Yankee hat will I got the Yankee hat over Ash's hat from Pokemon. So that moves into the final four. Okay. Um on the other side we have well not the other side, but the the next rep well the bottom half of the left bracket, we got the condoms at number five going up against Samuel Jackson's Kago at number 13. Um Samuel Jackson's Kago is iconic, but condoms are iconic and they will live forever. Like I said, condoms they save lives. They save you from sexually transmitted disease out here. They save you from wanting to have a, well, not wanting to have a baby that you probably wasn't prepared to have one. Now, if you, I mean, some people, I don't know. It depends. Like I said, if you're not really trying to have a baby right out the back, and you know she's not trying to get, put that pill, uh, take the pill, swear a condom, you know? I mean, safe sex, safe sex is better than, you know, unexpected things you, you know, it's, it saves your life, so, I like, Samuel, Samuel Jackson's Kago is cool, it's very cool, like, his, his red carpet features, it fits his, it's, it's, it fits the Samuel Jackson moniker, it's, it's, it's iconic for a Samuel Jackson, but, yeah, condoms probably, most definitely, well, I, I'm taking condoms over to Samuel Jackson Kango. And honestly, when I think about it, um, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say LL Cool J. I, I'm surprised they didn't put the LL Cool J uh, Kango hat. That's honestly more iconic than, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. Samuel L. Jackson's Kango is way more iconic than Samuel L. Jackson. No. LL, my bad, my bad. LL Cool J's Kango is way more iconic than Samuel L. Jackson's Kango. Now I'm thinking about it. It's like, how dare you guys didn't put Bar Tool Sports? How dare you guys didn't put LL Cool J's Kango in here? But you put Samuel L. Jackson's Kango? And did you guys, what, so LL Cool J, some, nobody was fucking with the, L, the Kango LL Cool J? That's the prime LL Cool J. When he had the Kango, that was he was in his prime. He was doing his shit. One of the top MCs of that time, you feel me? I'm surprised that's not in here. I would have put him over Samuel L. Jackson's shit, but I don't know. They probably seen something I didn't see. But nevertheless, I'm putting condoms at number five over that. So in Elite Eight, the Yankee hat is going up against number five condoms. Pretty dope matchup there. So we on the right side of the bracket. Uh, we have... Um, so we got our first two C's in the final four on the left side. We got Yankee hat and we got the condoms at number five. So we got our number one and number five seed on the left side. The right side, we got Jason Mraz hat going up against the beanie with a brim. Um, like I said, the beanie, the beanie with the brim is a pretty ugly ass hat. It's very ugly. But the Jason Mraz hat, I mean, it's for Jason Mraz, it fits perfectly. It's part of his, part of his look. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I would probably put that over the beanie with a brim. Cause I look, if it's a beanie hat, it should not have a brim on it. Just keep the brim out. If you want a brim, keep the brims for your regular fitteds or your snapbacks. 
That's the only time a brim should have. That's the only time the hat should have a brim. A beanie should not have a brim on it. That's that's just my opinion. So I will put Jason Mraz over the. Jason Mraz is going to go over the beanie with the brim hat. So number three C moves on to the final four. And last but not least, we have number 10, which is an interesting Cinderella story here. We got the number 10 seed of T.I.'s floating hat going up against number 15, Dick's Last Resort hat. Um, I would say I'm going with T.I.'s floating hat here over Dick's Last Resort because... Yeah, the, it's funny seeing some of the roasts and some of the things they say on the hat when they roast people. But, but, um, well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Now I think about it, yeah, I'll put T.I. Fling hat over there because, like I said, that T.I., he was on, he was on, he was, he was one of the top artists in the hip hop around that time. Like, the South, like, the ATL, the South itself, like, they was on that shit during that era, and part of that had to do with T.I. Like, it was a reason why people in the rap game was giving them the king. Like, that, the king T.I. was the best T.I. ever in the career, in his career. Whatever he did, that was the best part of his career, when he had the king moniker. And when he came out with the king album in 2006, on top of the ATL movie, it just... It elevated T.I. as one of the top hip-hop artists in the South at that time. And the hat was part of the signature, you know, it's pretty iconic. That era was pretty iconic around that time. In the the mid-2000s South, the mid-South hip-hop era in the the early, in the mid-2000s. Yeah, part of that had to do with that, that, um, the T.I. floating hat. So I'll put that over Dick's Life Resort. So you got Jason Mraz's hat at number three facing off against T.I.'s floating hat at number, well, yeah, T.I.'s floating hat, which is number 10 seed. So the final four makes up at, of number one, Yankee hat versus number five, condoms, and number three, Jason Mraz hat against the number 10 floating, number 10 T.I.'s floating hat. So we have a Cinderella story in the final four. We have a number one seed, and we have a number five seed and a number three seed. Interesting enough, somebody got to be some somebody's hat got to be iconic. We'll figure it out. So I'm gonna take a little break, and we should be back soon. All right, everybody. So let's finish this off strong. So, um, if you guys just now tuning in, probably, I don't know. I did, uh, I went back to the Bar Tool Sports Instagram page. They got another fun, uh, bracket size, bracket, um, that they did. And this time it's for most iconic hats. So they did a 16 seated bracket for 16 hats they think are iconic. And I went through them. So I'm down to my final four. And I had the Yankee hat, that's the number one seed, up against the number five condoms on the left side. 
And I got Jason Morass hat versus T.I.'s hat. T.I.'s flowing hat at number 10. T.I.'s flowing hat is the number 10 seed, which is the lowest seed out of the whole entire bracket. So if you guys watch NCAA March Madness, that would be considered a Cinderella bracket. Uh, the seed with the lowest, well, Cinderella team, I should say, Cinderella team. The lowest seed that makes it deep into a deep run into the bracket, into the tournament, consider a Cinderella team. So right now, T.I.'s floating hat is the Cinderella team and has the chance to win the most iconic hat in this bracket. So we'll see. It might win. You never know. Anything is possible in this bitch. So uh, I'm going to get to the Yankees versus the condoms. So... um. Like I said, the Yankee hat, it's its very iconic throughout entertainment, all your public figures who are coming and gone, always rock the Yankee hat. Not because it's not because of the team. Nine times not all about the team. You know, it's just a significant hat, significant fitted hat to be exact for urban fashion mostly sometimes. Mostly it's for urban fashion because fashion, it speaks for itself. Sometimes you don't have to, sometimes what you wear is powerful and the hat, it, it, it goes all the way from the head down to the feet. So if your fashion is strong from the head to the feet, you can make a powerful impact just based off your, like your, your look, your style. And from the hat to the shoes is most important. The shoes on point, the pants are on point, the shirt is on point, the hat's on point. Boom. And the Yankee hat. You can, like, you can rock a fucking white tee, some blue jeans, some flight forces, and a Yankees hat. And you, you, you know, that's, that's your look, you know. But at the same time, condoms itself, you know what I'm saying? Condoms saves a lot of lives. Condom prevents a lot of uh, controversy, you know. If you're not ready for parenthood, right out the back, throw a condom on. Um... The problem now with this generation is motherfuckers like the raw dog too much, you know? So condoms, they're not really used the way they should. They are iconic. But the reason why I can't put condoms over the Yankee hat because it's just the fact that now, I don't know the percentage, but half my homies, and they don't wear condoms, man. They, I, it's just, they do not wear condoms. They refuse not to wear condoms. It's not even the fact that they're trying to get these females out here pregnant. It's just, they're being silly, you know? They're just being silly. They don't know the consequences of not wearing a condom and not realizing that their person that they're trying to have sex with most likely does not have the plan B on them or they're not, they didn't pop the pill. So, I mean, it's either two things. One, they get caught up. They get uh, sexually transmitted disease. They get burned. Or two... They are unexpected fathers. Unless they plan on being fathers. Sometimes it's planned, sometimes it's not. But, I mean, that's just the thing that comes with it. It's like, I don't understand why and why my generation out here is just not deciding where it comes and raw dogging. I don't know. I will never really know the significance behind it because it's just, I don't know. It's weird, but it's not even weird. It's just... Is this up to, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. I'm, I'm not the one to explain it. If anything, they're the ones explain their method, you know, behind their madness. But just along with how 
Not a lot of condoms are being used now, and everybody choose to have sex without a condom. I can't really say it's iconic no more. So the Yankee hat definitely is going to win over five, number five condoms. So the Yankee hat, number one seed, has moved into the finals. So the number one Yankee hat is going to face either Jason Mraz hat at number three or T.I.'s pulling hat at number ten. To be completely honest, I'm probably going to rock with T.I.'s floating hat over Jason Mraz's hat number three. Simply because Jason Mraz's hat is cool. But like I said, the T.I. King era was one of the most popular and significant eras in hip-hop for Atlanta. Because T.I. was on fire through 2001 all the way to 2008, I want to say, before he went to jail. He was on fire. He, he was on a nice... Steady, consistent streak of fireness, you know what I'm saying? And when King came out, you got the album King that was a really, really great hip-hop album. You know, put on for the city of Atlanta, put on for the South Side, you know. He 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 got the moniker King of the South because of that album and the ATL movie Let Alone. And then he topped that off with the TI versus TIP album, which is an underrated TI album, and now a lot of people talk about that to this day. But King itself, the silhouette, it wasn't a silhouette, but the all-black background with the white, his face, the all-white, his, his face is white, Not he's not really white, but the white uh, color of his face and the signature floating hat with the black background behind it was dope as fuck. The album from the first song all the way to the last song is dope as fuck, man. What You Know, one of the hardest songs of the 2000s. Why you wanna one of the hardest songs, man? Like PSC, he had PSC at the time, his group, they were doing their thing before Hustle Gang. Before Hustle Gang, PSC was that they were the shit, bro. Young Joe, that's how I found out about Young Joe. Not because of Hustle, like I said, Hustle Gang was cool, but PSC themselves, they were hard as fuck too, man. So I had to put TI in the finals over Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz is cool, he makes good music. But I got to put T.I.'s folding cat over there. That signature hat in his music videos was the shit. So we come down to it. Yankee hat, the number one, versus T.I.'s folding hat at number 10. Number one seed versus number 10 seed. It, it would be cool if T.I. floating hat might potentially knock off the Yankees hat. And it's ironic because... The T.I.'s floating hat is a fitted hat just like the Yankee hat. But T.I.'s from ATL. So, like, it's going to be highly odd to see T.I. rocking a Yankee hat than an ATL hat. So, now you've got to the point where you got the number one Yankees hat versus the ATL hat. And, to be honest, the Yankee hat is iconic, but don't sleep on the Atlanta Braves hat because the A symbol as the... Because the Atlanta Braves hat is also a big part of the Atlanta hip-hop southern rap scene culture. There was a big iconic part of southern rap, too. Because all the Atlanta, like Ludacris, Jermaine Dupri, Alcaz, the Dungeon Family, all them big, even now, Yachty and Future, Metro, all them Atlanta, all the Atlanta, even Young Thug, all the Atlanta rappers are big behind the Atlanta Braves hat. So it just depends on what the culture is. You got the New York, you got the New York East Coast rap with the Yankee hat versus. So basically, we're just breaking now. You got between when it comes down between the most iconic hats, 
and we're talking hip hop right now. We're talking the East Coast rap versus the Southern, the Southern rap, you know, Southern hip hop rap. ATL, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ATL rap versus New York rap. It, it's neck and neck, man, because the ATL, they still do their thing. The New York rap, they do their thing too, man. Even today, they, they both do their thing. And it's a very, very hard decision because it's very hard because Yankee has pretty cool. T.I. was doing his thing with the floating hat. Now, errors come and go. T.I., he has dreads now. He grew his hair out for some He grew his hair out for some reason. So he doesn't really have the floating hat no more. It was an iconic error. Don't remember me wrong. He was doing the floating hat thing. It was an iconic error. Now, the reason why I would probably... It's, kind of, it's very hard to choose, but I would probably side with the Yankee hat over T.I. floating hat. Simply because... The Yankee hat is still iconic to this day, and still to this day, we have people rocking the Yankee hats to red carpets, music videos, interviews, podcasts, free stuff, the whole nine. The Yankee hat is still being rocked today. You don't have to be a rapper. You could be an everyday. You could go to the club, wear your Yankee fitted hat, your nice outfit, you feel me? It's still rocked to this day, because... When you go to a, when you go to Liz or any like jersey or like you know clothing store when they have hats and jerseys available, you always have your Yankee hat, and you go always have the hats. That the Yankee hat it doesn't always have to be the classic navy blue Yankee hat. It could be a red, white. It could be it's just they got different designs for it. And like I said, Ti doesn't really have he doesn't wear his floating hat no more like he used to. If he does now, it's rare. But nine times ten, I really see him because he's rocking dreads now. So he doesn't really wear the hat to the side like that no more. You feel me? That was more of the 2001 to the 2006, seven era, you know? And that era is over. We're in 2021, about to be in 2022. You still see people rocking the iconic Yankee hat. You don't have to be from New York. You could be from Gary. You could be from the Midwest. You could be from the. You could even be from the fucking the East or the West Coast. I still be seeing people rock the uh, Yankee hat. Not, and it's weird because you know you think most of them, most of them will be rocking the LA hat. I be seeing people rocking the Yankee hat sometimes over there at West Coast. Shit, even the Houston Tech. It just, it just an iconic look for entertainment wise. You know, for the entertainment perspective, it's it it's it fits the entertainment entertainment perspective of their their fits. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got people like Will Ferrell, Will Smith, shit, pretty sure all these older type entertainers, Leo DiCaprio, Denzel, I've seen Denzel walk, rock a Yankee hat from time to time, you know what I'm saying? And even Morgan Freeman, old ass Morgan Freeman can rock a Yankee hat with the one hoop earring that i seen him rock. i seen him with that shit before. It's just a, it's a classic fit. It's a classic fit, you know? So... It was hard to choose because, I, I, like I said, it was hard to choose. But I will definitely have to choose the Yankee hat. So, the Yankee hat, in my eyes, is the most iconic hat of all time. Anywhere you go, you see it rocked with somebody on somebody's head with a nice fancy outfit, you know, to go with it, you know. I think it's the safe. 
it's the safest bet. You don't want to outdo somebody. You want to go over the top, throw on a Yankees hat, and you're good. So, boom. There you have it, people. And Derek Moody's right, most iconic hat bracket. Shout out to the Bar Tools uh, sports Instagram page. Shout out to a Lights Camera Bars Tool podcast. Shout out to them because these are some very great options and very great ideas you guys are doing. I like these brackets you guys are doing. I ain't gonna lie, every time you guys come out with them, I'm gonna do one for my podcast because it's interesting. And from my perspective, is is definitely easy. It's, it's, I like choosing and going down and explaining specifically each pick you guys choose on these brackets. It, it's fun to do. So I shout out to you guys for uh, coming up with something like this. It's fun to do. Shit, you guys, if you guys want to pick your own bracket and your eyes, you might think of the more iconic hat than the Yankees hat. Just go on a bar to a sports Instagram page. You look at the bracket and shit, you figure out for yourself. And let me know. Let me know in my comments on my social media, Facebook, Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Snap. Let me know what you think is the most iconic hat. You might see something different than I do. But that that's, to me, the most iconic hat. The New York Yankees hat. The number one seed takes it. It takes it. it takes the victory. So, thank you guys. Thank you guys for uh, listening to episode 30. My next episode definitely is that time of the year. Christmas time is almost here. The year is almost over. So be on the lookout for my top 10 albums of the year episode. That's most likely going to be episode 31. I might do it by myself this time this year. Last year I did it with my homies out in Florida. I don't know if I'll make it out to Florida this year. It depends. I got to see how the schedule is. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll all figure it out. I mean, if anybody wants to hop on the show, share with me you guys' top 10 albums of the year, feel free to hit me up. We can make it happen. But um, this has been Moody. This has been another episode of Moody's Point. Your boy Moody is out. And I will leave you an end celebration for the New York Yankees hat as the most iconic hat off that bracket. I leave you with this. Peace, guys. Moody out. Coughing stitches in their head, stinking, and I dread thinking they be snitching. But who else could it be? Sugar D's and Mark Vans, parked in the dark. Narks, where's your heart? Hustle starve. They bust a Yuli, I jog to my building. Come out later wearing camouflage. See the sergeant and the captain. Strangle men, niggas gasping for air till they move no more. Just stare with dead eyes. Tired of riots. Shit is quiet. Simple minded fools infiltrate grimy crews. Overcrowded cribs. Uncles home from bed. Sisters pregnant. Fathers on drugs, moms are smoking, beds are piss infested, had eight partners growing up, eight turn to seven, seven turn to six niggas, got two in heaven, six of us holding it, now it's five rolling thick, the six ones parole flip, five niggas went to four quick, when he went OT, college life, converted into gang banging, four niggas still hanging, years passing, slang changing, 
Three of us now, fourth nigga ain't around. We all thought he was real. He did the snake shit, fake shit, beat his ass down. Yo, his mouth could have got us all wasted. What a fucking clown. All I got left in the end is two of my best friends. And we all going out to the death of these kids. Whoa, dog.